everybody. Welcome to this week's Warp Lords pod. I'm Devin, and I'll be uh, GM for this, what we're calling a micro-arc. It is a D&D adventure that I found online. Um, I used to work in a school district, and we did an after-school D&D club, and I tweaked this for that and i figured you know uh these guys have about the same maturity as 11 year olds so it would probably work well for them too sounds like middle school kids okay dude i'm like eight at best come on <laughs> and then uh we added we i put some you know ran it through the warp lords engine so it's not even really D anymore at all so hey guys you want to hear a really mature joke guys here's where jared shits his pants on on camera <laughs> Okay. That was so much worse. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's uh, Jared, obviously. And we also have uh, MV and Danger. And uh, I'm going to give a description, and then they'll they'll talk about their characters. Approximately 70 years ago, Orestian, a mage of great prominence, retired to continue his study of heat, fire, and other related spells. He announced his retirement at the 23rd Festival of Fire, commemorating his defeat of a pair of green dragons that were ravaging the countryside. Uh, he further announced that he would select an apprentice at the 25th Festival of Fire. He promised that his apprentice would return to choose another apprentice at the Festival of Fire five years subsequent. This process was to continue. Every five years, his apprentice would announce a new apprentice at the Festival of Fire, and in the event of his death, instead of announcing the new apprentice, the old apprentice would announce the mage's death. The local rulers and other powerful individuals have on occasion sent groups to ask the sage questions and glean advice over the intervening 70 years. In the first year, they sent three expeditions. Two returned back from the volcano, but the third returned with a map to the keep. The request for aid became more infrequent over the years as the rulers more or less forgot about the resources the sage had, which suited him just fine. And the last request was sent eight years ago by his third apprentice. She has since perished of old age around two years ago. The 100th Festival of Fire took place two weeks ago, and it has been five years since the last apprentice was chosen a young man named Radnell. This year, a new apprentice should have been chosen, but Radnell never appeared at the festival. Concerned, the local ruler has procured a map from Rezrov, the leader of the last expedition to the Keep, which occurred eight years ago, and has gathered a hardy adventuring band to go to the Keep and inquire as to the state of the sage. And now... Our adventurers uh, give a little description of maybe what you look like, your personality, or why you're on this adventure. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Danger. Um, so I'm doing something a little bit different this time around. Um, through some, some terrible luck and some terrible investments during the Festivals of Fire past, um, both Ruljaw and Billy McPherson somehow wound up two souls trapped in the same body. <laughs> um, I look like a very just ordinary dude wearing mage robes, like very, very plain features, kind of shaggy, uh, kind of shaggy, unkempt brown hair, blue eyes. Um, and sometimes his eyes switch between a deep purple um, and a uh a golden yellow why are you on the adventure oh yeah absolutely want to be separated both uh both ruleja and billy do not want to be trapped in the same body anymore and are hoping that finding the apprentice can get them separated right on uh my name is mike and i am playing a priest a human priest joel scruples the third uh, he's wearing, uh, off-white robes, which have, like, a crimson and purple, uh, accents to them with, uh, some golden lattice kind of embroidered in there. Uh, he always carries around a, uh, wine gourd and a, uh, staff with a polished, uh, quartz 
end on it, like a quartz little sphere on the end. Uh, his face is pretty average, a little thin. He's got a Fu Manchu, the really, the type that gets really skinny at the end, and then kind of like that, that goatee, but it's not a very long goatee. It's kind of like a douchey triangle pointing down goatee. Um, and yeah, he's kind of, uh, he's seen better days. He was, uh, a prodigy in his youth, uh, but then something kind of went wrong along the way. Now he's getting into his late thirties and he, uh, kind of just wanders around looking for ways to afford more wine and, uh, kind of, uh, find some of the, uh, pleasures in life. He kind of prioritizes pleasures over his, uh, previous work, which was helping people with exorcisms of, uh, evil and demonic spirits as his family has for generations. Uh, and along the way, he met a orc barbarian and a dryad with, uh, kind of a timid nature and healing powers. Uh, I believe we showed up to investigate this, uh, the fire festival, um, together. Uh, but the orc has gone missing. We're not really sure where he went. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jared can fill us in on that a little bit. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, my name is Jared. I am playing a character named Ash. I am playing a dryad mage. Um, basically he's like a, uh, a tree person, uh, Ash wears armor that's entirely made out of flowers. Ash is a uh Ash is an ex flower farmer uh from the I say beach forest. Um and it, it burned down at one point. Uh some some shit happened when he was looking for some seeds and stuff, doing typical flower farming. Um and he kinda went nuts a little bit. Um Ash carries around a uh fuck's the word I'm looking for a watering can uh <laughs> sorry uh the, the the tree person carries around a uh a metal elephant looking watering can that he calls Florian um and he's kind of losing his marbles so to speak his his uh his folks have all died from the Isaid beach forest um, and he's investigating the fire festival to see, uh, if he can figure out if, if they had something to do with the deaths of all of his loved ones. Great. So you're given a map, uh, as well as I almost forgot to mention this. You have, you were given a small iron key, which has intricate engraving work on it. And, uh, the uh the town baron told you that you need the key to gain entry to the keep and that uh you you just touch the touch the key to the door and it will open uh and it's ma- the door is locked magically and the key opens it magically but it only has a single use left so don't use it frivolously I will use it frivolously <laughs> <I'm sure> he <laughs> uses it instantly <laughs> who's holding the key uh, I will say, I would say, given no roll for it, you fucker. <laughs> um, okay. I would give it to Ash. I would say Joel. Joel would would Joel definitely... can suck my fucking nuts, dude. Give it to Ash. Uh, I'm pretty mage. sure. You I'm don't... pretty sure you're a timid dryad, and Joel wouldn't trust nope, you or wrong. the flamboyant to uh to uh rule slash Billy. Yeah, fuck you guys. That's what you get for fighting over it, you idiots. (laughs) I rolled for it. So yes, uh, Ash has a um, talking, uh, magically talking uh, watering can. Yeah. After after the Isaid Beach Forest burned down, he was trying to bring back some of the plant life. But unfortunately, the Beach Please Tree of Returning... Uh, there it is. Thank you. <laughs> burned Wonderful. down, burned down, and he's been trying to slowly bring back some of the life. Uh, well, anyways, his... I brought up Florian yeah. the watering can because um, yeah, he can talk and he's going to narrate everything for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh god, I can't wait to hear this. Like voice. when you hear that, it's like the watering can talking. So when we hear uh, what, like when you hear, you'll see when I describe it like this, <laughs> like right here. See? Ready? Here we go. It was a long trek through the mountains. 
uh, and it was twilight as we approached the keep, finally visible ahead. In front of a glowing stream of running lava, the dull red glow of the river of lava causes the keep to appear as a deep black silhouette against a red background, and behind it appears to be a column of swirling gray flame, an infernal sight to be sure. The lava appears to run behind the keep from the left side to the right side before dropping off a precipice and forming a spectacular slow-motion glowing red and yellow waterfall down the side of the mountain. The cry of white, of what might pass for a horse eagle pierces the air. So as soon as uh, <laughs> as soon as Ash hears the word lava, he has to roll. Um and Ash is immediately frozen. I don't know if we're walking or standing or whatever, but as soon You're as he hears up the to word the door, yeah. Yeah, he freezes. You guys are all walking forward and Ash just suddenly freezes for about like five seconds as you guys keep walking and he just has this look of terror in his eyes and then eventually it passes and he continues following you guys. Nope. Didn't even My dryad companion appears to be afraid. He stops advancing towards the keep. The air here is very hot. I can feel the water inside of me begin to warm. (laughs) (sighs) Ash, is this this watering can going to talk this whole time? Yes, I am. Uh, I mean, like, my, I, this is my best friend, Florian. Yeah, I hope so. Without Florian, I'd be lost. Joel takes a swig from his, <laughs> from his wine gourd and looks forward. As to, we uh, approach closer to the keep, <laughs> I notice that the obsidian has blue jagged veins running through it and that there are no individual bricks. Quite curious. To all appearances, the keep is carved of a single piece of obsidian and is very smooth. Yes, quite. Uh, what, what are we doing next, guys? Are we we going inside? Let's get in the keep, boys! Let's do it! Breaking the monotony of the keep's black walls <laughs> are nearly invisible doors. Invisible, save for a silvery sheen laid over some carvings. A pair of double doors appear to be the only entrance to the keep. The carvings are difficult to make out, but are highlighted by an inlay of silvery metal. I have a very important question. Okay. Does Florian have, like, a face drawn on it? Eyes? I imagine... Okay, can I describe it? Is that cool? Yeah. Go for it. So, like, basically just imagine, like, a typical watering can with the spout where the water comes out. That's the trunk. And basically underneath the trunk is a mouth. And there are eyes that look around, and whenever it talks, it literally moves. Okay, But, like, cool. together, like, the arms and the legs don't really move. There's just a handle on the back. So, basically, there, this there is There are in, arms and legs to this. Yeah. This is in Ash's hand. Well. It's not a poor creature. <laughs> it's just a, it's a magical watering can made of metal. No big deal. There are elaborate carvings in the door with portions of the carving inlaid in a silvery metal, as I noted. The carvings depict a man in a flowing robe, perhaps the Burning Sage, using fiery magic to bring down a pair of dragons. Next to him is a man clad in heavy plate, armor wearing, wielding a sword. Above the carvings are runes, probably illegible to my idiotic traveling companions, but to me, <laughs> I can read them. Um, so I would like to uh, roll a detect magic on the door. Okay. You don't have to roll because the Baron already told you it was a magic door. <laughs> yeah. I rolled anyway. I okay. didn't believe the the floor. <laughs> wow. I didn't believe Florian. You didn't okay. believe your best friend? Well, no. The guy who know. gave you the I... keys said it was a magic door. <laughs> okay. Well, Baron. I rolled just to make sure, just to see if there was other magics. Okay. They said it was magical. Did you pass? But Ash... I did pass. I rolled a okay. two out of three. It's magic, yeah. You can tell. Is it is it evil? Do I sense any evil? No. No? So no. there's no, like, spirit in the door? No, just magic. Um, hey, Devin, can I make a will check to switch? Sure. Fuck. <laughs> Five <laughs> out of four. Oh, so close. I start, yeah. I start trying to concentrate real hard. Alright. Uh, hey, what them runes mean, boys? You guys know what those runes mean? Hey, are, are you are you okay? 
Are, are, what? I'm thinking. <laughs> thinking real hard. I think the uh, the watering can said something about knowing something about this door. Said it was, I mean, said them runes were illegible. My watering can's name's Florian. Uh, Florian's a real real nice uh, person. He's probably my best friend in the whole world. So you know, maybe watering cans ain't people, Florian. son. The script identifies the scene on the door as the Battle of Verdant Flame from the legend. But the runes, what are, what are the runes? The runes say, the Battle of Verdant Flame. Oh, okay, just that. Okay. Uh, after hearing Verdant Flame, Ash, Ash's <laughs> eyes glaze over, um, as like a look of terror takes Ash once more. Um, and once again, he freezes up, completely petrified, hearing Verdant Flame. Okay, well, it's up to Rule slash Billy if they if they're gonna touch the key to the door to open it. Yeah, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, Rule Rule Ja, you mind waiting a sec? Or I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jot some things down on these scrolls here while you're doing that. Uh, just just give me a second, and then uh, Joel's gonna take out some scrolls, and he's going to he can set up three scrolls, expending mm. him one magic per scroll. Yeah, and he's gonna put uh two four-action barriers in that scroll, which can reduce uh, wounds by... Or not reduce wounds by four, but can take... It can put a barrier on somebody that can take four yeah. wounds. And then he's going to put um, one full charge of nine cuts in there, which instantly removes or destroys evil, depending on, like, an evil spirit or demon. Mm -hmm. That they have no role on that. It takes nine actions, but he's putting it in a in a scroll. Gotcha. Like I was saying, guys, I I got some debts to pay. I gotta get some. I gotta get some of that gold. You know, Let, let's go. Let's get in here. Let's get that. You good, got that key. good. Yeah. 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 That, um, that good. Good. I'll, I'll help you get the the gold. But if we ever find the seed to to my tree, I, that's all I'd ask. I don't want any gold. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. That's that's the that's the arrangement we set up. Remember? You, I'll yeah, if you I'm just, just give me all the gold, so that other people know. Well, yeah. If you if you give me all the gold that you get, then I'll help you find that seed. You know, I'm gonna give you any seed I see. You know, and if you think about it, the seeds—that's where the money is. You know, sounds like he really wants to give you his seed, bud. All about that seed money. Yeah, it kind of sounds kind of weird to me when you say it that way. But hey, it's okay. I I appreciate. Just keep giving me your... that gold, and, and I'll give you give you all the okay. seeds. Let's investigate this this place more. Stop talking about your seed. It's weird. <laughs> so we only got one use of this key here, right? Correct. That's what I, what they said. I go up and I just try and push open the door without using the key. It does not open. Well, I've expended every possibility that I can. <laughs> Boys, I think we got to use the key. Um, I'm going to try to pick the lock with my finger. I'm going to try to like fucking weird roots it. Is there a lock? I don't think there's a lock. Is there a, is no, there a no, key No, the doors are smooth. Then where the fuck does the key go in? There's no <laughs> It's a magical He's, He key. said you tap it to the door. Touch it to the door. Well let's let, let's tap it to the door then. It seems like that's, that's all we can do. I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> we ain't using guys. this key, we gotta save it. Uh, what what know, are we saving guys. the key for, man? I mean we're, we <laughs> The best treasure's we gonna use this magic key. I <sighs> It's gotta gonna, be. We're not gonna be able to get to whatever door you're trying to unlock unless we use the key. Hey Florian, uh like what what should we do here? We have this key, but You like, should definitely just we... use the key as as described to you. Hey guys, my watering can is smarter than I am, so I kind of just <laughs> want to agree with my watering can Florian. Can we just use the key on the door? I go up and I tap the key to the door. <laughs> the doors swing open, and uh, Florian says, The air in this entryway is filled with all sorts of dust particles that tickle my snout and wink in the light. The room beyond the doors is rather sparsely furnished. Three benches cast their shadows on the walls and floors of each side of the room. Those on the right side appear to be of a large size, while those on the left vary considerably. Uh, one rather small, and two uh, quite normal. 
A large door, which appears to be made of wood, stands on the opposite side of the room. Next to this door, by the three identical benches, stands a small lectern. So there's multiple doors in this room? Uh, yes, one that you came in, and one on the and other one side. That we can oh, okay, one on the other <laughs> side. Joel walks in slowly, being very cautious and looking around, but says, Ah, great, another shithole. Keep your eyes open, gentlemen. How is this room, though? Is it nice? It used to be quite nice. Uh, you so it's like dilapidated, but it's but dusty. It's, it's dusty and it's uh, it's hasn't been used in a long time. And you can you see that it was probably a small reception area used for guests, and that's why there's benches of all different sizes. And uh, when you open the door, a lot of the dust that had settled is now swirling in the air and there's there's like a little a little lectern of black wrought iron that has a book inkwell and quill on it next to the the far door i got a blackjack two out of two on my sense check what do i find in the book uh yeah you could just read it i mean you don't have to roll sense it's a sign-in book well i mean i was checking to see if there was anything else around here and i was like hey it's a blackjack give me the goods it's a sign-in book and the last entry is dated eight years ago Signed by Rezrov and company. And you recall that Rezrov was the leader of the last group uh, to journey to the keep. While Rulejaw is investigating this book, Ash uh, is going to take a piece of cloth out of his his, uh, pack and he's going to start dusting because this is filthy. As as Joel sees these people just walk in and start touching things, (laughs) he's going to go, come on, guys. Usually shitholes like this are full of evil spirits and all types of fucked up shit, so I don't want to have to work too hard to keep you guys alive. Alright, can can we be a little more cautious? Yeah, says the guy who's now gonna die first. You put that into the universe, brother. I... Ash doesn't say anything, but like, there's like a look <laughs> on his face where he's like, mildly amused. I also take this time to write down our names in the guest book, because it would just feel rude not to. Good call. Can... Can I write my own name? No, it's been I already a got long you covered. Time. I'd like to do it in my own language if that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to leave a stick in here? <laughs> I don't understand your joke, but I I don't know. I haven't written in my own language in a long time. There's a sticky sap that comes out of Ash's finger Gross. and he signs Great. using a a sap that hardens after like 30 seconds. Oh, okay. Well, that book's never opening again. As they're looking, or as they're going yeah. through the book, uh, Joel's going to look around again cautiously and just try to see if he notices anything else, uh, anything important, maybe uh, paintings on the walls that would show who lives here, what they look like, stuff like that. Nope, there's nothing. Uh, fairly mundane room. He's keeping an eye on the dust, making sure there's nothing disturbing it outside of just the three people oh ash is disturbing the fuck out of the dust as he's completely cleaning the surfaces in this room. yeah i mean he's looking he's he's... dusting it like (laughs) like a motherfucker this place is looking great right now all right well guys we should probably probably we're not getting paid to clean this place all right we're not housekeepers per se yeah i mean like after i sign sign the book i'm like ready to get out of this room yeah, Joel's standing at the at the door watching Ash dust the whole place in a cleaning frenzy. Yeah, I mean, let's go. Like that's that's cool. I'm following you guys. I mean, hey, if you want to stay here and dust, that's uh, that's fine. We can catch no, up I later. I suspect the rest of this place probably is just as filthy. I don't, I don't know. Let's go. Yeah, it's great. Let's go. All right. So you open the door. Oh, I don't open the door. I'm standing at the door waiting for Jada to, oh, ja to um, open the door. <laughs> God is guiding me through this quest, so uh, okay. absolutely full confidence, I go up and I open the door. Okay, you see a hallway before you. There is a door on the far side of the hallway and an entryway, uh, both on the left and the right. Like a doorway, but there's no door blocking them. And everyone roll a sense check. All right. One out of two. Big money, big money. Nice. Four out of three. Failure. Um, I passed. I got a two. Okay. So Rule and Ash, uh, you notice that there is a trap in this hallway. Um, 
there's actually like metal stands with crossbows on them. Uh, but the thing that is slightly confusing to you is they're all they're they're not pointed at the door you just came through. They're pointed at the door on the other end of the hallway. Uh, and there's like you know uh, trip wires between them, and they're all interconnected. And just just for a baseline here, if it's not apparent, Joel doesn't go first. Yeah, yeah, Joel. <laughs> Joel lets other people go first. Once again, if it's entirely apparent, Ruljaw goes first because God is guiding <laughs> me in this quest, and nothing bad is going to happen. I go up, and so once again, the crossbows are facing essentially all the way out of here. So they're not facing yes, us. They're, they're facing not the facing door. you. They're facing the door ahead of us, correct? Correct. Do I have to make an agility check to get over them or around them at all? Uh, only if you wanted to go through that door. They're not pointed at either of the uh, entryways on either side of the hallway. Right, 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 right. Are you telling um, the rest of the party that you saw these things? Hey, hey, can I can I try this here? So essentially, I like I walk up and I'm kind of looking over the trap a little bit. Isn't this a bit odd? Shouldn't this be facing where we are? What are you, what are you talking about, Ja? Do you not see these 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 crossbows here? Yeah, I see the crossbows, but and then it kind of clicks in his head. He goes, "Oh, yeah, I uh, yeah, it is kind of weird." So I would like to have Ash step in front of one of the crossbows, activating it. Okay. Can we... Why? I was just <laughs> going to say we should save those in case we need them, but okay. Activate it now. Standing in front of it so that it wouldn't hit the other door. So it would hit you? It would hit me directly. I would literally be standing in front of it. So you're triggering it on purpose. Deliberately, yes. Okay. Uh, I don't even know... <laughs> this is this is blowing Here's my the thing, mind. Like if he's doing it deliberately, there wouldn't be a roll. Like I know that's what I'm saying. Right? There's no roll. You just take. Wait, I, why are you doing this again? Because curiosity. Well, as as Ash does this, Joel just goes, "Ash, what the hell are you doing?" As he sees him walking, <laughs> you in front of it. trigger I- the trap, and five crossbows all shoot at you, and you take five wounds. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so one of that was that one of the crossbows or both of them? No, that, that was all five. They're all they were all interconnected. <laughs> so basically, every single one of those crossbows shoots yes. Ash, and he gets hit really, really hard. Every single one of them hits him in different parts of the body, and then he looks up, just kind of with this like look on his face, like, "Ow, um, uh, hold Ash, on, what the hell are you doing? I was trying to help you, but." Hold on, and then he uses his healing ability and heals himself because he has six vitality. So he okay. he activated the traps and it didn't kill him, and now you can't get hit by it. And you're healing yourself to full. Yeah. How much? How much? What does that take? Like, how much magic does that take? I use a healing burst. It takes one one magic point i mean i think you should have saved that in case we run into any trouble and need to run out of here yeah ash i don't really think that was necessary can i take some of these uh these bolts out of your bark there can i go up and can i pull the bolts out of his bark it's up to you Devin. yes oh sorry yes you can remove the bolts. cool i i'm gonna take the bolts out and reload the five crossbows okay i would like to reset up the trap yeah, you have to roll intelligence to know how to set it back up properly. Okay. Hey, Jai, um, I think I see what you're doing here. Let me let me help you out, and I'm gonna. Can I I'm try and switch him before? If I can, sure. Cool. Fuck. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to do it. I'm never gonna make a check. Um. Yeah, I'm still still here. Uh, Devin, still I'm, dumb boy. I'm gonna try to assist him if I can. I just sure. like told him I'd help him out. I did get a twelve out of two on my intelligence check. <laughs> Uh, that would have failed regardless of which person I am. Yeah. How, what does he get for me helping him? You can roll intelligence too. Oh, I I wouldn't be like getting myself in harm's way necessarily. I'd just be like trying to help. I mean, like if you reset up the tripwire, I can easily rethread the cross, like crossbows. Well, I rolled. What do I have for intelligence? I rolled one out of three. So okay, you help him and you set the trap back up. Why are you guys trying to reset the trap? 
Hey, Ash, if you see that they're pointed at this door, so if there's something real nasty behind this door, maybe we could set it off and hurt whatever tries to come through when we open it up. Yeah, I think I, I think that's what Jaw's going for. Okay, as you've been talking and resetting up this trap, uh, two creatures burst in from the left side of the door, uh, the left side uh, of the hallway, the left doorway. Um, ah, son they, of a birch! <laughs> they look like uh, they look like dwarves, but they have like bronzish skin, um, and they actually don't pay attention to you at first. They run right past you out into the. Uh, <clears throat> the waiting room huh. that you just came from. Like, they don't acknowledge you. They just run right past you into the, the, uh, the foyer, the reception room. Yeah. Hey. So I kind of look, I, I just hey. kind of stare off dumbfounded for a sec. And then I walk to the other room. Joel's going to yell after him. Hey, hey, what are you guys doing? Uh, hey, you hear a strange wailing coming from them. What kind of wailing? Like, like, ah, <laughs> Like no, like Wait, scared you, or like sad. Do they? Okay, so I'm like very sad. I'm an exorcist. Like I can, I kind of have a sense of whether things are spiritual no, or evil. No, it's not evil. It's just it's the sound of despair. What are you guys doing? We're not going to check this out. This is kind of a if no one's been here for who knows how long. We should probably see what the deal is with these guys. Yeah, let's maybe ask them. Like, what's going on? Well, yeah, I tried. You didn't hear that wailing. Yeah, so you fall, hey. you fall, you go back into the room. Hey, hey, yeah, Ja, you, what's you going come with? On? Yeah, Why absolutely. Are you so upset? Absolutely, do you I guys, go with you. Do you guys need help? So you walk back into that room to find them, uh, like slumped on the floor next to the doors that uh, have been clo- that are now closed. Hey, brother, God is good. Why do you got? Why are you so down? He says something in a language you don't understand. Well, you don't have to put it that way. Uh, you can both roll intelligence to see if you recognize the, their language. 11 out of 2. Do they look wounded? No. I got a 7 out of 2. I got a 7 out of 3, I mean. I don't know. Ash blackjacked the intelligence roll. Okay. They're speaking uh, like Dwarvish, or or like an offshoot of Dwarvish, but you can understand hey, hey, what they're Florian, saying. Hey, Florian, do you know what they're saying? Yes, they are very upset. Uh, that the doors have closed. Uh, apparently, the the doors automatically close after ten minutes uh, of being open, and um, yeah, they're they're stuck in here. Hey, they can. You mind asking them how long they've been stuck in here? A uh, long time, they said. They they don't, they don't know exactly. And what what were they doing in here? They 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 were. Uh, I don't know, like workers, I guess, for the the uh, burning sage, and um, yeah, now now they're trapped in here. All right, I need I need you to translate for me here, because I've got a I've got a deal for these guys. Tell them I've got a deal for them. I'll get them out of here. All right. Okay. All right, guys. So here's the deal: we can't open the door right now, but if you come along with us and help us out, you probably know the layout of this place, right? They say yes. All right, if you come along with us and help us out, we'll get you out of there. Guaranteed. Uh, they're extremely skeptical, and they they say they're not going beyond the the door where the crossbows are, because there's bad bad things out there. Yeah, yeah, you've got us. Like Don't worry what? about it. <laughs> like, like what? What bad things? Uh, let's see. They say, what is that word? Uh, 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 necromancer. Necromancer, huh? I, that's kind of my specialty, guys. I, I could, we could really use your help, though. Why don't you come along? Come on. It, there's only you have everything to gain. You've nothing to lose here. Anyways, now that they're they're like starting to, you're a necromancer. That's what you do. No, no, they. No, he's he's talking to Mike's character. Oh. <sighs> Ash, we've been traveling along with each other for a while. I, I've told you this a million times, man. I I I'm an exorcist. I get rid of. The shit that necromancers make. I'm I'm really good at it. There's you a know? difference between removing evil spirits and putting them in. Anyway, I okay. Yeah, some said the best. Some point, and he takes another swig. These guys are like in full like warrior gear, like they have helmets and armor, and 
heavily armored dwarves. One has like a spear and one has like dual swords. Yeah, Devin, I'm trying to convince them to come with us. I know that. Is there anything I can roll to to try to get that going? <laughs> They're they walk past you and they motion you to follow them. Which way? To the left where they came from. Cool. I follow them to the left. This room is filled with twisted metal shapes that distort and reflect light, causing a splay of color and shadows to erupt all over the room. The metal has been polished to such a high luster that it nearly glows even in the meager light and is almost reflective. The metal shapes uh, throughout look similar to trees and shapes that could be mistaken for vines or ivy. It almost appears to be a forest garden turned to metal. Yet for all the chaotic brilliance in the room, it is immaculately clean and polished. Ah, this seems right up your alley, Ash. I bet those seeds you're looking for are in here, Ash. Uh, Ash looks around for the seeds he's looking for. There are no seeds. There are no organic matter of any kind in this room. It's all metal for us. I don't see him here, guys. Uh, don't worry, Ash. We'll we'll get him. Don't worry. Uh, hey, uh, Devin, as I'm yeah. following these guys... Are they looking shifty? Are they looking over their shoulder or something? Do they look do they look trustworthy? Uh no, they're not looking shifty. He's he's explains to Florian that the uh that the the leaves and vines and trees and stuff are made of brass and they're polished to be as reflective as a mirror, and this is to confuse uh any opponents that would find themselves in the room. So as I follow them, I ask, I ask him again. I say, uh, "So, so where are we going? What are we? I, where I think we're supposed to be going through that door, man? That's where I'm trying to get you guys to to come with us. You know, show us the show us the ropes here." They just are. They just keep motioning to follow them, and they go into the room beyond the the polished. Yeah, I forest. keep following them. I keep my distance, but I I follow. Nothing bad could happen. God sent us guides. Yeah, you walk through a door at the. Uh, the end of the polished forest, and it, there's a hallway, and then another door on the left. They show you uh, the door on the left, and uh, Joel, this room looks pretty, like, familiar-ish to you. A small pail sits in the corner of this room, full of, full of water. A pile of neatly folded amber-colored cloth sit next to the pail. There are chalk markings on the walls that look to be possibly religious like symbols, and the smell of incense slightly taints the air. So it's some sort of, like, monk cloister or something? Uh, yes, they say this is the chambers of Gorblam, their priest and leader. He's not in there currently. Uh, the pail contains a gallon of water, and he can, like, magically uh, refill it, but, like, that's the only container they have, so, like, that's the only water they can have. Uh, and that it's some sort of blessed holy water that keeps the uh, necromancer at bay. Oh, sweet. The cloth is fine-spun copper, a priestly vestment. Very nice. Interesting. Are the are the dwarves still leading us forward? Uh, yeah. All right, I'd they follow them. go into the next room, which is a common chamber. This room is lit by the brilliant nimbus of flame, Jared Roll. Yep. Uh, I'm frozen with fear. <laughs> As Joel notices this, he goes, he like kind of does a side combo again with John. He goes, this is going to be a tough place for Ash here, man. That's why I tried to have him just stay in the room with the crossbows. So two more stout, copper-skinned, dwarf-sized figures are in various positions around the room. All the we all their weapons seem to be made of burnished brass. Uh, the two dwarves were laying down on brass-colored mats, but they get up when they see us enter the room. There's four mats in total, and the room is very sparsely furnished, although the brilliance of flames reflects eerily on the walls. So when you get in, the other two jump up, almost like they want to fight, and then the, the dwarves you're with shout something to them. And they lower their weapons. Yeah, what he said. Yo, watering can. Are they? They say we're friends, or what? What did they just say to those guys? My watering can's name's Florian. 
Please call my watering can Florian. It deserves respect. Yes, please, please address me by my name. They said no. Wait, stop. They aren't with them. All right, cool. About us. Thanks, Florian. You're a really, really good friend. I am, aren't I? I would never have made it this far without you. <laughs> they lead you into the next room. The air in this room is both smoke-filled and searingly hot, burning my throat and nose as I inhale. I feel the water inside of me even start to boil. A small forge is in one corner of the room, glowing from the heat of its use, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as, as we walk in this room... Um, and there's all of the heat and the description of, of hotness. Uh, for the first time so far, Ash seems to be fine and actually kind of invigorated. Several metalworking implements surround the forge as two more dwarven forge workers, seemingly oblivious to the heat, are working some sort of burnished metal into plant-like shapes. Uh, yeah, and the the room is... It, very hot. It's like 150 degrees. Uh, and so you, you feel like you can't stay in here very long. Can Oof. I check that other closet? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's there. I want to see what's in it. <laughs> I need to know. While Okay, every time that, that Jod kind of like wanders off and is being kind of like nosy, Joel is like clearly trying to like get the dwarves' attention. So they're focused on him and not on his party member who's like <laughs> maybe stealing things <laughs> uh so you open the closet and there's just like uh random like bits of tree metal tree and vine and stuff and broken weapons and s- stuff like that gotcha and one of the dwarves uh doing the metal work uh stops and turns around and says uh he can actually speak common he says well hello there my name's gorblam gorblam Gorblam, yes. are, are you also the priest? Uh, that is me. So, you're not only the, the priest around here, but you're also the smith? Yes, well, we all we all are skilled smiths. Uh, yes, usually I, usually I trade in my vestments for this uh, apron you see here. Yeah, Gorblam. Yeah, I see it. I see your apron. Come, let us... Let us go into the common room where it's not so hot for you. We don't notice it, but it must be very uh, uncomfortable for you guys. At this point, like my, the top of my robes are like more open, <laughs> revealing you know the wife beater underneath. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and I like. I'm just like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Ash looks shitty at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's he's dealing, but yeah, looks shitty. Go back into the uh, common room. And he says, oh, please tell me the doors are still open. Yeah, sorry about that, Gorblan. Uh, seems like oh, we haven't really been able to get that no. open again, but I was just talking to your friends here. Uh, I was telling them that if if we can enlist some of your help, we might be able to get those things back open. My name's Joel, by the way. Joel Scrubles Third. You might have heard of our family. Kind of a big deal in the in the priesthood. I was talking to your, uh, your buddies here, and if we could, you know... Uh, Maybe if we could uh, employ a couple of these guys, for, kind of uh, have them along the way, show us uh, show us around here. Pretty sure we can get that door open. You know, it's a kind of a win-win situation, you know? Like, uh, you help us, we'll help you. Oh, no. No, we did not We did not go deeper into the keep. There are bad things. Yeah, yeah, we, we're going to go tackle those bad things. Uh, okay, good luck. That's why we're here. But we could use help. I'm with this guy. I kind of want to leave. I don't really like it here. Well, we can't. You can't leave now. The door has been closed. How would we leave? Unless you have more charges on your key. Nope. They only gave us one. Drat. Can you charge the key? Ah, uh, uh, if I could do that, uh, we would not be in here. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Gotta check sometimes. I don't know, man. I just want to get out of here. Gorblam, hear me out here. Okay, I'm listening. If you help us out. We'll make sure. Yes, I will help you. Great, done. I don't need to finish my sentence at all. <laughs> I will give you. I will give you stuff that will help you. But we we are not going past the door. You know what? Nope. I I'm fine with that. I'll take it. 
that's an even exchange. We'll get you guys. We'll we'll get you out, and we'll make sure that uh, we find what we need. Works for me. Sounds good. So you you can't you can't spare any of these guys. I mean, you've got this whole you know this whole uh, kind of rank of warriors here. We could really use a, an extra an extra axe, if you will. Oh no, no, can't spare. We'll die. It's it's very scary out there. You don't. There's there's many things roaming me, the key. Man, it's so scary. So you'll oh, you'll have man. us you'll have us risk our our necks here. You'll have us yes. risk our skin, but you're not going to help out at all. He's going to give us stuff. We've already tried, and I'm not willing to lose any more of my of my friends. We have, no. we we are surviving here in this section that we have created with our defenses, uh, and I think that's the the best we could hope for, really. Hey. hey. Hey Roblox, I kind of I kind of like it's your kind of general. Sorry, Roblox, I like your general attitude. Thank you. I get it. Come, come. If you if you wish to proceed, I will show you. All right. Yeah. What What do you got for us? So he's like, okay, here you go. Uh, you get a healing potion and uh, po- uh, acid potion. Uh, that definitely uh will come in handy. Also, uh, here I will give you. One of our uh, bronze vestments that uh, you can wear, and that they are very strong, protects you from from uh, damage. Uh, stats wise, what should I write down for the bronze vestment? Eight armor and one physical resistance and one uh, resistance to uh, like a slashing type weapon. So it has one physical, like no matter what. So if it's a slashing weapon, you essentially get two. Two, yeah. Cool. So I, I have all those written down, just like in inventory and stuff. So if anyone wants to put that on, go for it. Ja, how do your how do your uh, attacks work? Because I got to get pretty close to to use some of my stuff. Would you mind if I took that uh that shiny nice robe there? Nah, pal. You you go ahead and take it. As long as they can hear me, they're going to be a minion of God, bud. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Uh, okay, so Gorblam also has a small sphere, and uh, he is beckoning you to follow him. Absolutely, I follow the guy with the small sphere. Alright, you go back through the common room, past the priest's quarters, th- back through the polished forest, uh, back into the crossbow hallway, and to the other side of the crossbow hallway. You notice Florian's uh, spout crinkle in disgust, because uh, the smell in this room extends beyond the doorway. It is a pungent mixture of ash, molten metal, and poop. Two small brass-colored pots sit nearby, hidden in an alcove on the far far side of the room. Heaps of metal scraps and rubbish line the walls on the right side of the room. Ah, Gorblax, why are you bringing us into the shitter, man? What's going on here? Ah, well, because this is our lavatory... And trash disposal area. I can tell. <laughs> yes, very observant of you. There is a secret door, and he puts the the sphere into a four-inch uh, diameter hole in the ground, and in the corner, uh, like a secret door opens. Whoosh. Is there anything else you can tell us about what's behind this door? You guys seem pretty scared. I mean, what what should we be yes. looking out for? So this is a secret door, so that you do not have to go through the crossbow door. I mean, we could have gone through the crossbow door before when I disabled it, but then you Wait, said you disabled it. our traps? No, no, don't worry. We, we put it back together. Uh, we we re-abled the traps. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I, I, I'm talking about past this door, Gorblox. What do we got past this door? Uh, yes. So as I was saying, secret door. Uh, we're not going to leave it open, obviously. Uh, once you go through, I take the sphere out, door closes, and then we will have uh, someone in here uh, at all times. If you need to get back in, uh, just knock on the wall and we'll open the door back up for you so you don't have to go through the crossbow door. And uh, yeah, good luck out there. Uh, no, no. Scary, Gor- very Gorblox. scary necromancer. Uh Stuff like that, you know. Scary Mechromancer, you know, what's the name? Do you know that? Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Uh, the name? Uh, yeah, what's yes. the name of this guy? Uh, the name of the Necromancer is... Sounds like he doesn't know, guys. Brule. Rule? 
Brule. Brule. Yes. No, Brule. With a B. B. Brule. Oh, and also, don't forget uh, her pet. The Necromancer is a she, by the way. Uh, her pet, uh, Skizix. Very, uh, very scary as well. What kind of pet are we talking here? Like a uh, cat, one. dog? Uh, no. <laughs> Not a cat or a dog. Uh, very big, mean, nasty looking thing. Not quite sure what it is. What are we talking? What are we talking? Claws? We talking weapons? Come on, I, I need some details uh, here, man. Very big, yeah. Claws, teeth. Very big claws and teeth. Hey, uh, yes, can you- very dirty, smelly. You're being a little Gross. vague here. Is there anything else? I don't you can know give what us? it is. I don't know. You've been here for years, man. Come on, anything else? Yes, but we have we have secluded ourselves in this area, and uh, uh, you know, I do not know. What what the necromancer has been up to all this time? Bro, all we right. don't want to find out. Hey, Gorblox, one one more thing before we leave. I I, yes. I appreciated all of your vast information about this. I we need some of that holy water, man. Can you get us some of uh, that? Sure, like as much as possible. I know you can you can apparently create more. Yes, I, I make water in the bucket. Yeah, I, we need like a couple of those, maybe vials. Do you have any vials? I will bless your. I will bless your can. You have ble- he's blessed Florian and blessed your wine's gourd. <laughs> well, he was he blessed Florian. Oh man! Oh, the wine. Yeah. The wine's blessed too now. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, thanks. He shuffles you out the secret door. I mean, are you guys ready? Let's. We can go. Yeah, go right ahead. And you go first. You go past the secret door, and then it shuts behind you. I go past the secret door. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you see, so you see two long hallways in front of you. One goes down, one to your left. As I'm the one who walked through the door first, as this trend continues, I walk straight, and I do not turn left. So, this seems like a a good place to stop for now, so... Uh, yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in to the Warp Lords podcast. Um, can find us on Twitter, can find us on Facebook, uh, can find us on Drive Through RPG. Go get the game, play for yourself. It's very fun. Give us and some feedback. Tell us what you think. We're, yeah. We're also, we're also on Instagram. And Instagram. Criticize your least favorite characters. Relentlessly. Yeah, we want to know, uh, you know, who you like, uh, who you hate, who you want to die in a fire, all that stuff. And yeah, tune in next week uh, to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>